in Jerusalem. It's exciting. Well, I want to read from Numbers, and I'm going to read in uh, chapter 9 a few verses. And I know that this is a little off the beaten path for the prayer show reading, but I really believe that as I was praying for this time together that the Lord graciously spoke something as a word of encouragement to this community. Uh, it's a blessing to be here. We can travel all over the world and find brothers and sisters in Messiah and immediately find Kesher around the Word of God and in the presence of God. Amen. We'll start in verse 15 of chapter 9. Now on the day that tabernacle was raised up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony. From evening until morning, it was above the tabernacle like the appearance of fire. So it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. Whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, after the children of Israel would journey. And in the place where the cloud would settle, there the children of Israel would pitch their tents. At the command of the Lord, the children of Israel would journey, and at the command of the Lord, they would camp. As long as the cloud stayed above the tabernacle, they remained encamped. Even when the cloud continued long, many days above the tabernacle, the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and did not journey. So it was when the cloud was above the tabernacle a few days, according to the command of the Lord, they would remain encamped. And according to the command of the Lord, they would journey. So it was when the cloud remained only from an evening until morning, when the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they would journey. Whether day or by night, the cloud was taken up, they would journey. Whether it was two days, a month, or a year, that the cloud remained above the tabernacle, the children of Israel would remain encamped and not journey. But when it was taken up, they would journey. And the command of the Lord, they remained encamped. And at the command of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by the hand of Moses. Wow. When I read this, I, I'm reminded of the faithfulness of God to lead His people in times of transition. The faithfulness of God to lead His people in times of transition. Not only the transition of a community or a nation of people, but also transitions within our families, within our lives. We just heard an amazing testimony of God's faithfulness and transition in our brother's life. Yeshua is the Lord of transition. He is the king of transition. Since the beginning and creation of man and the fall of man, God has been transitioning his creation, all of humanity, back 
to right relationship with Him. As we read history and we look at all of the different times and seasons of humanity, we see a constant thread of God's faithfulness to His people. And I believe that the Lord is saying to Tikvat Israel, He is faithful to you in this season of transition. He is with you. He is faithful and in you. He is for you. Not only as a community, but individuals and individual households. You know, we all have all kinds of transitions in our life. It was a transition for your parents when you were born. <laughs> I was the firstborn, so it was a big transition for my parents. They just had each other, you know, the beautiful picture, seeing each other across the room, running and embracing and all of the love, and then along comes Todd. Transition time. And it was a transition for me. I was in this wonderful place inside my mother, no worries, no problems, no issues. I had wonderful food, I was great, and all of a sudden I transitioned into this place. I get smacked on the rump and welcome to life. Babies transition. If you want to see transition in time, visit family afar off who have children. You'll know how long you've been away by how quickly children grow. Amen? It's amazing. They transition, teething and growing hair and getting, growing up and becoming a child and then becoming, an, you know, a, a teenager, an adolescent, and then becoming an adult and, and then growing and having grandchildren and then losing the hair that you got in the transition earlier in your life. The Lord wants us to be a people of faith in the midst of transition. And one of the beautiful pictures of the Lord's faithfulness to Israel was their obedience to His voice. They saw the cloud, they remained. When the cloud was removed at the command of the Lord, they would go. I want to encourage us in our own life to not let the situations and circumstances of the transition be what dictates the way we transition. But to press in to hear the voice of the Lord in these areas and times of our life. Amen. He is with us. He is for us. What an amazing picture of God's faithfulness in his people. But the scripture says that the Lord hasn't always desired to live in temples made by hands. What a beautiful synagogue and building that you have here. The year I was here in 93, they had just purchased it. You had just entered into ownership of a new, and it was a big transition for the community. And I know at the time they were having issues with the furnace. I don't know if that's been fixed yet. 
It's been healed. It's been renewed and restored. <laughs> Amen. The Lord speaks to us by His Spirit. I want to turn to Philippians and talk about another transition that took place in the heart of Israel. The Lord, through Moses, transitioned Israel from the bondage of Egypt into the freedom of the wilderness to follow the Lord and to begin to move back toward the promise of God to his people, to the land he had promised them. And Moses spoke prophetically of one who would follow him, one who would come like him. And he said to the children of Israel, one is coming like me, hear him, hear him, listen to him, obey him. In Philippians 2, Rav Shaul, the spirit-filled Pharisee, the redeemed and restored man who was persecuting the followers of Yeshua, now was a follower himself, wrote a beautiful picture of Yeshua's faithfulness. 2 verse 5, let this mind be in you which was also in Messiah Yeshua, who being the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the tree." Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Yeshua, every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on the earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess Yeshua HaMashiach Adonai to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do, of his good pleasure." Do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse world. Among whom you shine as lights. I want us to think a little bit about God's purpose and plan and the picture of Abraham and Isaac and the willingness of him to give his son 
and the father providing a ram and saying, I will provide myself a sacrifice. Yeshua, who was with God in the beginning of creation, Yochanan, the Gospel of John says in chapter 1 that nothing was made that was made without him. Yeshua with the Father in the beginning. And the Father says, I am sending you. And he takes on the form of man that he created. Let's talk a little bit about transition. How about being with the Father at the beginning, in the presence of the Father, walking in the authority of God in the earth, and transitioning, which he said it was not robbery to be equal with God, transitioned and took on the form of man. He humbled himself. A key to good transition is humility. A willingness to hear the voice of God and obey. Another good key is faith. When you hear the voice of God, when you read the word of God, faith is imparted into our hearts to obey the word of God to live out the Word of God. Humility and faith. We see a picture of it here. It's a type of mindset. Rav Shaul says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Messiah Yeshua. That there's a goal for us as we pursue the Word of God. It is to be conformed to the image of Yeshua. Rav Shaul in chapter 12 of Romans talks about the power of our minds being renewed. That we not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That we may prove what is the good and acceptable will of God. The power of Yeshua to transform and take on the form of man so that all who believe in him may also be transformed from darkness to light. May be transformed from being conformed to the world's model to being transformed into the kingdom of God's dear son. How do we see ourselves? What kind of mind is inside of us? When we look at these scriptures, when we read how we talk to our wives, how we lead our children, how we interact with mishpocha, how we treat our co-workers. Are we those who in humility, in kindness, and faith obey the leading of the Lord? You see, this is the process of sanctification. This is the work we are in 
as the Holy Spirit works within us. As this takes place within us, we are being transformed. We are in a transition. A transition from always trying to get what I want, when I want it, and how I want it. Maybe you don't live in the same country I do. But it is in stark contrast to the culture we live in. But it's not just American culture. It's all of human culture. The flesh wants gratification now. But Yeshua said, let this mind be in you. So there's something we play a role in with the Holy Spirit and the Word. Yeshua made a willful choice to submit to the call of the Father. Our soul is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. In that place, we choose. We can choose to humble ourselves and follow the Lord, or we can choose to follow the world or the flesh. As believers, we still have that choice. God wants to ed educate our, our choices with his word and with his truth. He does it by having us live in the seasons, the biblical seasons, the Jewish feasts throughout the year are constant reminders and ebbs and flows of the calling we have as God's people, Jew and Gentile alike, one in Messiah, following the call of the Lord. We get into all kinds of issues. But a key component is choosing to willfully submit and not care about our reputation. Yeshua said, I don't care what the people think of me. I follow the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. When people see you, do they see Yeshua? When people see me, do they see Yeshua? This is the work of obedience. Working with the Ruach HaKodesh in the midst of our souls, allowing the Lord to continue to conform us to his image so that we shine as lights in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Tikvat Israel is a congregation called to be a beacon of light to the Jewish community of Richmond and to all nations who look and see. What goes on here in this place? What goes on here in this community? What takes place in this season of Elul? Community and people are watching. Not just what we do culturally, but what we believe and how it has transformed us as a people. How it's transformed us to be more like Yeshua. 
We are believing for the return of the King in this season. We are believing for our hearts to return more fully to God in this season. The season of Elul is the season of re. Repent. Repent. Return. Remove. Restore. Reorder. Rebuild. Renew. The list goes on in this season of Elul that the Lord is causing us to be in a season of re. To reaffirm our faith. To resolve to follow the Lord. So that there would be a rebirth, a reordering. That we might receive and walk as the redeemed of the Lord. So that we might recover what has been lost. So that we may be refined by His Spirit. So we may rejoice in His presence as we remember His faithfulness. Mishpacha, we are in a season of transition, a season of re, and we need to have, as David said, kavanah, spiritual intentionality to the seasons of the Lord and to walk in them. The scripture is full of transition. Adam and Eve, Noah and his family, Abraham and Sarah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Saul to David, David to Solomon, Miriam and Joseph, Yeshua, Miriam and Joseph, Yeshua and his disciples, his Talmudim and their Talmudim, all the way to us today in the 21st century. Yeshua has modeled and is the greatest example of transition. So I want to close with some thoughts for us, and I want to sing from Isaiah 53 over us for a moment, and just allow the Ruach to search your heart. Let's pray together. Vino Melchino, our Father, our King, we are here as your people, hungry for a move of your Spirit. We, like the followers of old, like Israel, do not want to move unless your spirit moves. We don't want to be a people presumptuous, anxious, and quick to do our own thing, but we desire, Almighty God, to hear your voice in the littlest of details to the greatest of decisions. Lead us by your spirit. If you're here and you're going through a transition in your life, I want to pray for you. Lord, I pray for those who are in transition right now in their life. If that's you, just make a statement of faith by lifting your hand up and I'll pray. I see those hands. Lord, I thank you for moving over your people in transition in their lives. No matter what it might be, Lord, 
I pray for your clarity. I pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to obey your voice. According to your word, we resist the forces that would keep us from hearing your voice. According to your word, resist, Hashem says, resist the devil and he will flee. Humble yourself before the Lord. For the Lord resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Lord, I thank you for grace. Chen, the chen of God. Not just the chesed, the loving kindness and tender mercies, but the chen, the supernatural empowerment of the grace of God into God's people. Just stay in a place of prayer, and I just want to sing Isaiah 53 over us as God's people. Yeshua, we're so grateful for your example and your faithfulness. We love you. We are here because we love you. You have changed our life. You have redeemed us from the curse, having become a curse for us. And you have transferred us into the kingdom of God's dear Son, where we are able to cry, Abba, Father. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he was bruised, he was crushed in place of us. And by his stripes we are healed. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He was rejected and hated by men. A man of sorrows acquainted with grief. He bore within him our sins and our sicknesses. And we thought he was struck down by God. But he was bruised, he was crushed. In place of us, 